Hey everyone, this is Christian. Franklin. It's a pleasure to have you guys on our podcast once again. Uh, it's, it's been a very long time since I've actually like, um, dropped another episode after the second episode that we dropped like a couple of weeks ago. So yeah, this is the third one. I know it's coming in late. Yeah, but yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> Anyways, um, Frank, give us an opening prayer, man. Our Father God, we thank you. Thank you for your son, Jesus Christ, the most precious gift. Thank you for word of knowledge. Thank you for peace. Thank you for understanding. Father, we commit this podcast, this conversation into your hands. We are not the ones speaking, but the knowledge you've given us, we speak through it in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen, 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 and amen. Okay. All right. So today I'll be the one doing most of the talking because um, the conversation and the topic for today is really heavy on my heart. Mm. And um, the idea that we've turned what looks so innocent mm. to an idol. You know, as I'm speaking, I remember when... Um, God sent this snake to the Israelites at one time. Like that. Oh, that time like vipers were biting yes, everyone. Yes, Yeah. So that they should look up to uh, him. Yeah, oh, but, oh but, you mean the bronze statue yeah, yes. of the vi- of, of snake? But, oh, you yeah. know, later on what they turned yeah, they started into, worshipping yeah, yeah. stuff. It was, that was not what it was intended. It was pure oh. innocent. Like, mm-hmm. So, basically, I, I think that's the intro or the idea of where this conversation is going. Mm. So... Mm. The mm. okay, the whole um, episode has been about you know speaking in tongues and tongues. understanding tongues. tongues and the understanding and you know the blessing that we've received from the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. None of these things are meant to be an or the idol, object of worship, an object of worship, or everything is meant to direct us to Christ. Every single thing. Hmm. So I'm going to say this here and now. Hmm. Franklin's about matter. to spit. My man's about to spit. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you pray an hour, two hours, ten hours, fifteen hours a day. Hmm. That is not what answers your prayer. Hmm. It is Jesus. It doesn't matter if you pray five minutes, ten minutes, twenty minutes. It is Jesus who answers your prayer. It doesn't matter if you speak in tongues from start to finish. It is Jesus who answers your prayer. And we should understand that our prayer is, I don't know if I'll use the word option, optional to God. God is not, um, what, uh, God doesn't have, let me just make it simple and look for a very difficult word. God doesn't have to answer our prayer. He doesn't mm, owe us true. an answer. True, true. Like the fact that we can even come, in, come into his presence it's is- a privilege. Is a privilege, hundred percent privilege. So now, yeah, time time to go in. So there's this popular idea, like I've mentioned, that if you can't, I mean, I've seen videos. Apparently, Christians is the one showing me the videos. I'm not always in that space. Lord. That if you cannot pray a certain amount of time, then you're not. You're, you're joking with your life. So, you is a comic character. Yeah, you yeah, Batman. Yeah. I'm so, Batman, mate. <laughs> I saw I saw a video on on Instagram. So I thought the guy was he started with this huge sarcasm though. He was like, um, he saw a video, and in the video, the person was saying, if you can pray for thirty minutes over your destiny and your generational stuff, um, he said people were you know speaking against it in the comment section. Then he said. You are a joke if you think you don't have to pray for 30 minutes. Now, this is where the issue is. I understand, like, there are generational curses and, like, things can be hard in the spirit. Like, it's, it's a tough battle. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, um, generational curse? I mean, it depends yeah. on what you mean by generational curse. Oh, yeah, generational. Okay. <laughs> it, depends it depends on what you mean by generational Yeah, what I, what I mean by generational curses are, like, generational curses. 
Tell me what you understand. What do you like, think? Who exactly is experiencing this generational curse? So I'm getting somewhere actually. All right, all right. Cool, cool, cool. Go on, go on. All right. Go on, go on. So there is generational, or there are generational curses. Anyways, mm-hmm. but this is this is the thing. It stops. I won't say you. It depends on who you are. If you're, you know, in the family of Christ, then it stops where you are. Like. Fact. It doesn't get to you, basically. Fact. It's not like Fact. it stops at you. It doesn't get to you. But, but I'm not saying we can just go in and sleep and all those stuff. It's really important we still, you know, come to God and speak to Him and let Him make us understand what's happening and how we should go about this. But it is not the amount of time we pray that fix these things, that break these barriers. It is Christ. Um, it is the spirit, it is the finished work of Christ that completes everything. So, yeah, the whole issue that is heavy on my heart is when, is the emphasis, yes, is the emphasis we place on these things. Not knowing that what we are meant to do mm-hmm. or place emphasis on is the love of Christ. Yep. You, you can't tell me that... Um, Christian, give me one popular, I won't say fact, but one of their go-to stance on uh, on, on, on on tongues, basically, okay. of how the, how the the weight they place on that. Uh, when you're speaking to God, I mean, you're speaking to God alone, no one else understands you. That one. Encrypted. Or, or um, uh, yes. You can align your destiny when yes. you speak in tongues. Or the fact that it is what guarantees your salvation. your salvation or your spirit field. Now, we know that two people spoke about this, um, this, spoke about tongues, which is Jesus. He said, and this signs, signs shall follow them who believe they will cast out demons and speak in other tongues. And Apostle Paul said that as well. I mean, Apostle Paul spoke about tongues as well. But whenever people try to use the fact that Jesus made that statement that this will follow the signs will follow those who believe. They forget that Jesus also said, love one another. This will prove that you mm-hmm. are my disciple. But they do mm-hmm. not talk about that fact. So let's, let's break this down. Mm-hmm. So you have someone who spoke about two things, yeah. Mm-hmm. But which of them did he lay the most emphasis on? You cannot tell me it's tongues. Now, I do not have anything against tongues. If you listen to our first mm-hmm. podcast, like that, I yeah. think it was the first or second one, I do speak in tongues. We, we don't Believe tongues. me, I pray. I don't know how to pray for a short time. Like, I don't know how to pray for 15 minutes and all this stuff. It usually gets into, I have to be deliberate, honestly, to pray in the minute part. This is not to brag, obviously, or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It's to give you an understanding that it is not, don't get carried away by the time. Because there is no way if your mind is filled with time, Christ won't be the focus because everything we do is meant to point us to Christ. Even coming into his presence is meant to direct us to Christ. So, yeah, back to it. Jesus obviously spoke more about love yep. than tongues. So mm-hmm. we cannot say that tongues is, is the most important thing or tongues is what guarantees. Because they're, they're, we have the spirit, um, fruit of the spirit and spiritual gift. Mm-hmm. I will say it here, sp- fruit of the spirit mm-hmm. comes first before the gift. Now, here is the thing. Because it is not what we can see. That's why we assume it comes after. The fact that, okay, let's say um, there was an, an altar call and the person stepped out and probably the lay hand and the person started speaking in tongues mm-hmm. on that spot. That doesn't mean tongues came first. Yeah. According to Christian, no, according to him, but... <laughs> 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 Hold on, hold on. What, what I actually meant oh, ah. was... Um, to, when may I talk? <laughs> what I was trying to say, not according to him, but, you know, after he explained this, 
is before we can even before the person can even step out to attend or respond to that call the love of god you take him up my, my, my <laughs> way i'm supposed to say this since <laughs> the love of god comes first just give me you guys expo that's the fruit the fruit comes first not the gift we cannot push what the main reason why jesus came we have love joy peace patience kindness goodness gentleness faithfulness and self-control all these things are what classifies and shows that we are filled with the spirit you cannot tell me someone who struggles with giving or patience all of a sudden finds it easy now you might say yeah it goes over time but we can just start speaking in tongues at that moment no there is it start from somewhere and the holy spirit will not wait say okay let me just chill for this guy or um i'll plant this seed or i'll make this harvest at this time the moment the person responds to the call that seed and that fruit it's already evident in that person's life but the 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 issue is we do not see it because you come and we blast in other tongues we've lost the view of this beautiful fruit that we are privileged to receive by the holy spirit true true the fruit of the spirit are because they're more than one mm-hmm. the most important thing a christian can have the ability to share love with someone who you know one doesn't love god and doesn't give a crap about you the, the idea there is the strength of a christian not the amount of time you pray not the how deep or how aggressive your tongues are those are good things don't get me wrong i do speak in tongues by the grace of god i do pray for long hours i've said that before and i'll say it again for the cause of this conversation so we can understand this but they are not what matters christ basically is all that matters so if we are so caught up with like it, uh, it upsets me when we drive it all to the point whereby if you if you can speak in tongues you are not yet deep like what does that mean you're not deep you're not deep no, no, no. That's what we have we have <laughs> gift like word of knowledge and we are not talking about that we have gift like interpretation of tongues mm-hmm. like you just speak in tongues so what's what's the point and you're not interpreting you might be like okay the holy spirit is you know here with me so what's the point mm-hmm. in times there are times where it is important as long as you speak so don't get fooled by the fact that you do not need it because once you speak you need a time to understand what you're saying because the holy spirit is not shallow mm-hmm. the holy spirit is not a surface level person who will just give you a gift and go and be blasting mm-hmm. as long as you want chris please help me get where the list of the gift are there are some i want to point out there i don't have anything i'm saying again i don't have anything against speaking in tongues but there are so many we miss that when we desire them or ask for them by the grace if he decides to give us would add so much benefit to the body of Christ because that is the point of the gift yet again we are going back to the selfish desire of our heart the adultery of our heart Boom. the um i'm pretty sure i always mix this word the idolatry of our heart i don't know if that word is correct the idolatry idolatry of our heart yeah cuz okay why do you want to speak in tongues okay what's the point if it doesn't direct you to Christ if it doesn't make you desire the son more then there's something wrong now you might say cuz this is where we miss it we think the fact that we pray for more for longer time we desire the son no mm. it's just so that when we get into a conversation we can tell them that we pray for the certain hours of time mm. the heart can be so deceiving it will make you think you are for the son but how do you know truly that you are for the son you desire what he desires 
your mm-hmm. desire are submitted, are before him. Submit to God, resist the devil and he'll flee from you. Walk in the spirit and you will not desire the things of the flesh. There has to be a form of humility. You want to speak in tongues. Fine. Bring it before God. But at the same time, 90% of that request should be the same thing Jesus said. But Father, if it is your will, let this cup pass me. The fact that you want it is fine. But Father, what other gift do you think would benefit your body more? That should be the request. That should be the request. Please, you have the... First? Yes. Uh, this is um, First Corinthians. Okay, can you read them out? Now, to each one, the manifestation of the Spirit is given okay. for the common good. For the common good. To one, there is given through the Spirit a message of wisdom. To another, a message of knowledge by means of the same Spirit. <laughs> to another, faith by the same Spirit. Oh my to goodness. another, gift of healing by, the one, by that one Spirit. Mm. To another, miracles, powers. To another, prophecy. Mm. To another, distinguishing between spirits. To another, speaking in different kinds of tongues. Mm. And, to, and to still another, the interpretation of tongues. All these are the work of one and the same Spirit. He distributes them to each one, just as he determines. Praise God for the reading of his word. One that struck me while he was reading the verse was the gifts of healing. We need to understand that there are people that would have more, and if we we don't have more, thank God for that. He knows why he he gave us more. Mm-hmm. But the gift of healing is so belittled. The fact that you can pray doesn't mean you can heal. The fact that you cannot heal doesn't mean the Spirit of God is not in you. So this is why we need to open up ourselves to the Holy Spirit, not to what we hear our pastors say constantly. Hold on. Hold that thought before you cut this clip and start going about and saying this is what these guys said in their podcast. No. The idea is listen to what your pastor said. And as Apostle Paul said, go back and study. Check this spirit. It is not disrespectful when you decide to get more knowledge from what you have learned. It is plain laziness and um, encouragement of ignorance when you listen to what your pastor said. For ex- I mean, people who just take note at church, I wonder why they even take note at church. What's the point? Like, why are you taking note? And you go back, you don't read the notes. Like, <laughs> bro, what's it for? The, the, purpose, the purpose is for you to go back, study, question, then ask the Holy Spirit, what do you want me to learn? But it's just, the, the, the view of laziness is so much. Yep. And it's funny because certain pastors are subconsciously encouraging these things. You True. want your members to leak your words and not desire to grow. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit desire fellowship with us. Because mm-hmm. all, all these things are benefiting, right? Yes. But wh- how, how are you using it to multiply or build up the body of Christ, the kingdom? Because that's what everything is meant to, to direct us to. Like I said at the beginning, everything is meant to direct us to Christ. Now, the point of where this, this start, when we start worshiping stuff like this is where we make statement like, if you can pray for so, so, so time, your prayers will not get to this level or whatever. Everything mm-hmm. is meant to direct us to Christ. Yeah. Now, people will make this verse and say, where Jesus told Peter, so you can't wait with me for an hour. So while I was in um, secondary school, this particular verse was used. I won't say against me, but I... I had limited understanding at the time. against you, bro. <laughs> so, I would want to make sure I pray for an hour, at least. So, so that, that was where I got to understand that time, setting a time when you pray would take your focus of God. Completely. As you want to meet your target. Right you have now. to, you like, you'd want to meet your target. And there are times where you've run out of prayer, I'd be like, oh, let me start speaking in tongues. There, like, 
To fill up the gap. To fill up the gap because you think your understanding is weak. I've got to hit that target. I've got to hit. Hour. I've got to hit that one hour target. No, no, no. If you can pray for one hour, glory be to God. And if you can pray for fifteen minutes, glory be to God. If you want to push it, let it be that the pushing is so is is all focused mm. on Christ. If you've run out of things to say, thank Him. Or stay there, completely silent, but your mind and heart focused on God. Your target should not be because you're just saying random words. I mean, I don't even need to cut a scripture for you. In the moment I said that random words, you know the verse, the passage I'm directing to, where Jesus spoke about, there are two different people. So, if you don't understand, go and look for that verse. Okay, let me just give you a hint. The guy who con- continued repeating the same word over and over, and the one who just come before the Father and say, this is me. This is what I am. So please, yeah, I, I forgot to mention, this is going to be a short um, conversation. I think Christian hasn't said anything so much for me to conversation. But it's something I believe we should think about and pray about as well. Mm-hmm. Speaking in tongues is an, is an amazing gift. So is each and every one of them. Um. Each and every one of them. Praying for longer hours is a beautiful thing. But that should not be the primary focus of your prayer. Because mm. if that's the primary focus of your prayer, what's the guarantee that your prayer is not a form of idolatry? So you might be like, oh, we're over-spiritualizing this thing. We are not, actually. It's a very important thing because everything is meant to direct us to God. Praying for 10 hours, praying for 5 minutes. Mm-hmm. Speaking the most aggressive tongues and speaking the limited version of our understanding. Mm-hmm. But for me, where I get upset is where they belittle love, belittle the fruit of the Spirit, mm-hmm. belittle the main thing that identifies a Christian. Mm-hmm. We are not perfect. The fruit of the Spirit is what is displayed. So the idea... Mm-hmm. Okay, now let me use this verse. I'll use it probably in one of our teachings. So I'll skip the, the part now. Mm-hmm. Fruit of the Spirit identifies you. Mm-hmm. And the point of, haven't you wondered how, now this is, this you can only think about this and relate with this if you're truly a Christian. How, for some reason, for me, it's patient. Um, like, for some reason, I can wait and like, I'm really patient with people. And, uh, sure about, <laughs> are, are you sure about that? Uh, bro, I'm you sure are you patient? Oh, I, I wasn't a patient person before. Mm-hmm. Or kindness. Ah, so you used to break people's head. Bro. Bro. <laughs> bro. <laughs> uh, or kindness. Or love. I still have some that I'm still praying for them to jam in it and start showing because mm. those are what matters. True. But once you start, desires beginning tongues all through, or that's what you teach about, or that's what you talk about, or that's what you're focused on. This is how, I mean, sorry, this is probably off topic, but this is why people struggle hearing from the Holy Spirit or hearing from God. Mm. We're so focused on one thing. We're so focused. It's basically selfishness. Let's just mm. cut, say what it is. It's selfishness. Sure. You're so focused on yourself on what you want. Because if, you if your desire is to please the Spirit, you'd want to know what He wants. And for you to know what He wants, you'd have to ask Him questions. And for you to ask Him questions, you would have to converse with Him. Your mind has to be filled with him so yeah you wonder wow i need to i need to i can't hear from god the word is is literally called the word of god for heaven's sake Lord, <laughs> it's not the personalized word of god that's that's their excuse something like what <laughs> what i it mean it has to be, be tailor made <laughs> <laughs> i know it has to be tailor made uh. Please, please. I mean, this is this is very important and it's really risky to the next generation. Mm. We cannot be teaching our kids to speak in tongues or say, no, that's the gift we will give them. Mm. Meanwhile, their gift like healing, I'm sorry, I keep talking about healing, word of knowledge, prophecy, the power, like, there's, there's more mention of the power, like, bro. Yeah, many. Everything, there are many, a lot. Now, obviously, I'm not mentioning that. But all these things are meant to direct us back to Christ. Christ. So check your, if it's not directing you to Christ or making you desire what he wants, 
then there's pride in there, there's selfishness, mm -hmm. and there's idolatry in there. I think this would be a part one of this, because thinking about <laughs> this would be a sub. So, <laughs> oh, anyways, yeah, pretty much. I think I believe that's it. Um, talking about it more, we just bring up more topic. But I, like I said here, after listening to this, do go back, pray, ask the Holy Spirit. Okay, what do you do next from here? Or these things that I just heard from these two random guys. I'm not spoken. <laughs> you, you just said something. So I've <laughs> not said anything. So they heard something from you. All right. So, um, yeah. I think I'm done. But I don't think I'm done. But yeah. Mm. So, so My man's done spitting. He's dropped verses and bars for y'all, man. I mean, what can I say? What can I say? It's what we do. Full album, I don't drop. <laughs> so, um... To basically summarize what you were saying, in regards to the idea of speaking in tongues being the first evidence to prove that this person is a believer, uh, it's a very flawed way of thinking, honestly. And it's a, it's a flawed and limited way of thinking. The fact that we think that speaking in tongues is the only, like, the only f first sign to prove that a person is saved. It's a very flawed way of thinking. First of all, it cannot be the only sign. But then again, the first sign that proves a person is a believer is the fruit of the Spirit. Because what it means for a person to get saved is that they are no longer who they used to be. They are now someone new. Not by the amount of hours you pray. Now, the, uh, this happens exactly the moment. Sorry. They, the moment they get saved, they become a new person in Christ. But every human being, naturally speaking, or yes, every human being, naturally speaking, possesses a sinful nature. It is the sinful nature that causes us to sin, not our free will. It is the sinful nature that causes us to sin. Once a person is saved, the sinful nature is crucified with Christ, and they are given a divine nature, God's kind of nature. It is from that nature that they can bear the fruit of the Spirit. We, we, without the divine nature of God, they cannot bear the fruit of the Spirit. It's basically impossible. Because th that nature is the foundation that God has to lay in that person. And that's why it says in the Bible that uh, we're no longer slaves to sin, but we're not slaves to righteousness because of the new nature that we have received from Christ. The old one has been dethroned and the new one has now taken place in our life. Due to that new nature in us, we begin to now bear the fruit of the Spirit. And like Frank said earlier, that the moment we hear the gospel and we're able to respond to it positively, that is evidence that we have received the new nature of God. Because we cannot respond to the gospel positively without being changed inwardly by God. Fundamentally speaking, God has to perform a miracle in our lives. Yep, it's a miracle. He has to perform a miracle to literally change our nature. Once that nature is changed, then we can respond to the gospel the right way, which is by believing and accepting that truly I am a sinner, I am a wretched man, and blah, blah, blah. So in other words, people who believe that speaking in tongues is the first evidence to prove that a person is a Christian, eh? they, they, truly don't, um, um, they truly don't know what happens at salvation. Biblically speaking, they don't really know what happens at salvation. They believe that being a Christian is a choice. It's something that you choose to do. Right? And being a Christian is your nature. It's what you are. Yes, obviously you can sin, you can backslide, but you will surely come back. You will surely come back. Because it's in your nature to come. You will definitely come back. We are no longer slaves to sin, but we are slaves to righteousness. Not it, the Bible didn't say we are we are um there are other parts of scripture where, where it also says um that a Christian will never live in sin forever. That at some point they will come back. The Bible actually there's a part in the scripture where it says that a Christian will never continue to live in sin. They will come back, and that's because of the new nature and the help of the Holy Spirit to convict us and to bring us back. Nonetheless, the first thing that manifests in a Christian's life is the fruit of the Spirit. Because if you are going to accept the fact that you are a sinner 
and I mean, if you if you if you understand what that word means to be a sinner, that I mean, it literally means to be that. I mean, it means that you have done nothing right your whole life, that everything you have done is wrong, oh, oh. and for you to accept that, now, nah, man, something must have happened in, internally towards you. Something spiritually, a miracle must have happened, and we cannot repent without love. Because why would you change your ways if you don't love God? Huh. Deep stuff, man. And, and love is a fruit of the Spirit. So anyone responding positively to the gospel and saying, I want to repent, is already expressing love, which is a fruit of the Spirit. And unlike the gift of the Spirit, the, the funniest thing is this, <laughs> unlike the gift of the Spirit, you cannot fake the fruit of the Spirit. Yes, yep. you, you can pretend. People can pretend to be Christians, but they can't pretend forever. They can't do that. Oh, they can't pretend forever. But I can pretend to have the, um, the gift of speaking in tongues, and I can do it forever. No one will know. But I cannot pretend to be a Christian forever. It's impossible. It's just impossible for me to pretend that I have these gifts. I'm mean, sorry, that I have this this um the fruit of the spirit that i am patient that i am loving i'm kind you i have run. self-control like the, at place. some point you people will know that this guy this guy is just for me you He's will tripping. know you will know i can't pretend i can't fake it but i can fake the gift of the spirit especially specifically speaking in tongues i can fake it and especially when we now come from the idea that oh um when people are not pushing this idea of when you're speaking in tongues, you're speaking a heavenly language that no one else understands. That 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 just gives room for people to come out and say rubbish and nobody would even know they're saying rubbish. Yeah. It's like it's flawed <laughs> in its own statement. Like, you're not giving people room to come out and pretend that they can speak in tongues and you won't even know. Because, like, how would you know they're speaking in tongues? And, and you're not... It's not making if, them understand the desire you guys, to you guys, it's, it's even as if they're even pushing interpretation of tongues yeah. as hard as they're pushing speaking, speaking in, tongues. in tongues. If they were doing, if they, if they were pushing that one as hard as this one, mm-hmm. then we're not, okay, whoever is speaking in tongues has to interpret or mm-hmm. someone else will interpret your tongues. And that way mm-hmm. we will not verify that truly this guy is speaking in tongues. Mm-hmm. You get, it's not <laughs> like a competition or a, or a trophy. Can you speak in tongues? As in like, you are missing out if you're, you're not speaking out my in tongues. Guy. And it's, it's just crazy, basically. So that's, like I said, you can fake the gift of speaking in tongues. You can never fake the fruit of, spirit, of the Spirit. You can pretend, but you can't pretend forever. It is impossible. You can't pretend every second of your life. You just can't. It's impossible. So yes, the fruit of the Spirit is the first evidence that proves that a person is a believer. Not the gift of the Spirit. Not speaking in tongues. Also, yeah, we know that people will call out things like, oh, what about the apostles? Once you, uh, when the Holy Spirit came upon them, they started speaking in tongues. Well, just moments after the apostles, 3,000 people became Christians. And there's nowhere in the Bible where it said those 3,000 people gave their, um, started speaking in tongues. There are other Bam. stories in the Bible as well where we can find out that there were people who, keep, who became Christians and they never spoke in tongues. Like that was just said that they did speak in tongues. They never spoke in tongues. But the main thing that we're talking about, remember, mm. that there is no way that Luke would mm. leave that part out. Yeah, exactly. There's no way that, that, that Luke would, would you can't obviously leave an ignore event that part. Where three thousand people, people speak in tongues and so you don't say, nah, man, let's, let's I'm not going to record down. this. Like when, we're, as in, like when we're talking about so the twelve disciples, right? They were twelve guys. Yeah, 20, the people, according to um, scholars, not necessarily. I wouldn't say scholars, but tradition, mm. Christian tradition. They say it was one twenty, but there is no way to properly identify. But all right, all right. Let's see. One one twenty people spoke were, in tongues. were speaking in tongues. Yeah, and they like the place was shaking, right? And people, people, everybody came to find out what was going on. Yes. So let's use the idea of a concert. If you go to a concert of 500 or 1,000 people, mm-hmm. it is loud. Yeah. So imagine 3,000 people speaking in tongues, oh, and man. Uncle Luke will be like, nah, man, I do not want to record or this, like, bro. It's, it's not important. It's not it's, important. It's, it's, it's just ridiculous. Because there's no way the earth or the city itself would, would shake. As in... Do you know what 3,000 people is? <laughs> now, 3,000 people speaking in tongues. And you <laughs> see, this is how you tell if people understand the... the quote-unquote power of speaking in tongues. Mm, true. Because you true. cannot tell me in 
speaking in tongues is so powerful. And three thousand people things like the the three thousand people's speaking in tongue wasn't as powerful as the current days as, as the one twenty. Because in a different spirit, all of us get out. <laughs> These are the people speaking that powerful. No, no, these ones had known Jesus. Now that's why the power was strong. They had um, strong connection, Wi Fi. As the Wi Fi signal was good. it was good, man. These ones are just baby Christians, so their their tongues wasn't that powerful. Come come on. So, because the. (laughs) And you want someone, and you tell me you can identify Christian by moving and start speaking it. So, yeah, if you. I mean, anybody can become a Christian, honestly. Anybody can just become a Christian. <laughs> and it will, not come, it will not cause problems in the sense that when these people who pretend to be Christians now let her leave the faith, will not be like, can you see, he's lost his salvation. And not, can you see that one error? This just leads to another yeah. error. That leads to another error. Because you can't even lose your salvation. You can't, though. You cannot. So don't, like... You can't even lose your salvation. We'll talk about it on a, on yeah, a different yeah, we'll But you can't even it. lose your salvation. But because... We think these people were Christians mm. because, oh, they could speak in tongues. Yeah. Or at least they, we thought they could speak in tongues. Mm. And now they have left the faith. And I'm like, oh, see? Ah, he left. He's, he's back. He has joined Judas. <laughs> <laughs> Judas and he be like, uh, what, what are you all talking about? <laughs> Why are you calling my name? How did I do this thing? <laughs> what does this have to do with me? What does this have to do with me? <laughs> so, Anyways. if you actually study it and look at it deep, there's... There's always a flawed point somewhere when you that compare. would result to another flawed point. Straight up. First, you cannot lose your salvation. We'll talk about that. Second, the fruit of the Spirit is the first sign. Mm. But you know the idea because of the word sign. Mm. So it needs to be obvious. And that's the thing. It needs to be distinct. Sometimes no one else will be able to, you know... Uh, uh, um, mistaken mm. like this this is clear yes and it's, i think it's also the problem that we people don't actually know what the fruit of the spirit really are if i'm being honest yeah, no. because because if you tell people that because i can come out, i can come out and tell you that oh i love this girl mm. or like even just let's just even talk about love how many people actually have a biblical understanding of what love is guy it will worry you <laughs> very yeah. few people have a like very have a biblical understanding of, of what love it's is. heavy and it says that there are a majority of people think that oh there are different types of love and that's and, that, and that's like the biggest mistake like they you know, can't you know, you know the you know the it's like you know agape love brotherly love that look that forget thing. that one oh i'm off we don't do great love now <laughs> i'm talking about love okay. uh, <laughs> i even think it's like so there will be a time where we'll break each and every one of those nine gifts Fruit. I, I wouldn't say that I completely understand all of them. Like mm. I have a solid understanding mm. of all of them. Yeah. I can't yeah. say that. Well, it can, 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 be, can be now. It can yeah. be now. Um, but anyways, my point is people need to eventually understand what these f- fruits are mm. and spend time knowing what they really are. Yeah. At least have a basic understanding of them. Absolutely. Then we will now understand that people can't even pretend to be a Christian. Yeah. When we when we truly understand the weightiness of this gift, some people can't pretend to be a Christian. But anyone can pretend to have a gift. I just have to deceive you and to thinking and start speaking it. And you know, it's funny. It's funny you know, that the the one gift that anyone can literally fake mm. is the one gift that we are yeah. we are so hyped about. Like it's because it's, it's very funny. Like, I mean, no one can fake healing. Yeah, like you know, it's not it's not easy. Like, to, unless to fake you, a the person would have to the person you're healing. Like, like you have or, to like or, plan. Or you got or the person gets real, a fake power. You, you've got yeah, yeah yeah yeah. You've got to be real smart, you know, to be able to like fake certain other gifts. Mm. But things like speaking in tongues, you can easily fake it, and no one will know yeah, you're even faking it. No one will know. And, and listen, let me let me tell you the funny part. Mm. The person might not even know that he's faking it. You know, you know the idea. So, number one, speaking in tongues, mm-hmm. you're speaking earthly language, right? You're just the reason why you they would disagree is because you do not know every language. If you know every language in this world, you know you're speaking earthly language. I mean, the Bible doesn't even tell us that it has to be a currently existing language. For all we know, it could be a language that has died like a non-existent language. Yeah. Once upon a time, it was around, but no longer anymore. You get. But but we're so caught up with. Want to speak a language that they're never going to understand? Like, excuse me, excuse me. 
That's like the devil, devil like bro, <clears throat> the devil doesn't understand what the way people believe to the devil is just like even if he from, understood, what is he what, going what, to what do? What would he do? What would he do? He, he will stop the prayer like he stopped Daniel's one. Bagam. I've already debunked that I one. I've already debunked that. Nothing was stopped. I beg. Okay. People should come and stop giving us bubble. Uh-huh. As for the hours praying, praying. Oh yeah, praying in hours. Okay, for that one, yeah. yeah you, you've, you've already said your 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 said. Let me speak my own say. <laughs> you've spoken your mind. Okay. It's time for me to speak. Regarding, you know, I, I said this one will be short. Anyway, I already get it. Yeah, yeah, it is long. People will manage. At least you put it is interesting. <laughs> As for the long hours of um long hours of praying, you can pray for long hours. Nobody is saying you shouldn't pray for long hours, but the way when you not bring it as a standard to say, oh, like as a Christian, you must pray. You must have at least prayed for this amount of hours once in your life. I mean, bringing standards that aren't, you know, cannot be be supported by scripture. At all. It's just, I don't, I don't know what to say, man. It's, 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 you are playing God. And that's scary for you, bro. (laughs) Like, you are playing God. You are basically setting a standard for God's people. Who you, bro? Like, you are playing, you are literally playing God here, man. Forget your experience. Yes, you prayed for 10 hours and God answered your prayer. That is your experience. I mean... Jesus yeah. literally even told this guy, what's his name? Was it uh, Peter now? When Peter asked, um, when Peter asked Jesus, what about um, Andrew? And Jesus said, if I want him to stay, to be alive, to the day I come, that means basically being immortal, to the day I come, it's none of your business. You follow me, more could they go? <laughs> that is his cup, basically. Our experiences cannot be the same. Some of us will pray five hours, we will get an answer. Those of us will pray five minutes. I'm there, I'm there, there, and some of us will pray five minutes, and we will still get that same answer that some of us. Pray that exact five. same. That why I don't know. If you, if we spend time with God, we might eventually find out why God decided. I mean, it could be, it could, it could be possible that God had already even answered our prayers, but we didn't know. Mm. We thought He had not answered our prayers, so we kept on praying. My goodness. You get like like there could be hundreds of reasons. Not that you carry your experience and start making. I mean, like okay, you know what? I'm gonna do this right now because I'm gonna do this. I've heard people say things like, "Oh, um, if I need an inspiration, I just go inside my room and I speak in tongues for hours." Or or like when people give their experiences and turn them into standards oh. for other Christians. I'm I'm gonna do the same thing right now. I'm gonna do the same thing right now. And I want to see how many how many people actually succeed <laughs> at doing this. If I want to understand the Bible, all I have to do is talk to myself. <laughs> all I have to do is literally just talk to myself. That's all I have to do. I, I don't, I don't tell people about this thing because I came to understand at at one point in my life that I, I mean, quite early that this thing wasn't even normal. It was a spiritual gift because I was wondering, ah, why are people struggling to understand certain Bible passages? Just, I don't know, like just talk. <laughs> you you won't understand. And I actually told someone to try it, and he couldn't even do it. And I was like, "Hmm, this is this is this is, this is definitely not normal. This is a gift." Yeah. But you don't see me going about telling people that ah, more because you cannot do this thing. Guy, you're missing out. Do you get? I don't do that because there are, there are many gifts out there. We've already spoken about the fact that we, we don't even know how many exist. There are so many. Why don't we allow God shape people's experience? Why don't we allow God? Ra- God. Ra- ra- rather than you know try to shape people's experience based upon our own experiences. Like, I'm on, I know the way. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I know the way, bro. This is the way. Like, like who you? <laughs> sit down, I mean, just sit down. Your experience is valid, is valid. yes. I mean, we, we may not fully understand our experiences yeah. every time, yes. And we we experience things and we'll be like, I'm see me. I don't, I don't know how to explain this, you know, that, that I have experienced. Honestly, I, I don't know how to explain it. But... We shouldn't. One thing we should never do is never enforce it on other people. Mm-hmm. That's that's one thing we should never do. You will never fully understand your experiences. Sometimes you will fully you will fully understand it, but never enforce it on other people. Except scripture enforces it on them. Yeah, yeah. Get. So things like oh, I have sinned and I went back to God and I asked God to forgive me. That one is supposed to be every Christian's experience yeah. because the Bible tells us to do that. But no, we want to follow apostles. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> 21st century apostles. 
so um this is not obviously we haven't mentioned any name here and we're not like bashing anyone but this is what is meant to be the word of god is true mm-hmm. and it is for correcting building directing if you study the bible different versions you see that um it's in timothy first timothy i think um study the bible for yourself because there's, there's one thing um, i do this a lot like you said you know when you speak the bible to yourself the one i do i used to encourage myself and i think this is more popular than than yours mm-hmm. is preach the gospel to yourself oh, yeah. that thing has saved me so many times well, so we get carried away with the you know power and power but meanwhile we're in, we're, we are incomplete because we need to always encourage ourselves, not by motivational speakers, uh, but through the word of God. God. Right. So this is not deviating from what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the idea that study the word of God. When you hear a preacher preach and you're so moved with the power and all of that, good, 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 good. But when you go back to that, your closet where you blast in tongues, don't blast in tongues this particular day. Right, just just please don't do it. Mm-hmm. Take your take your Bible, cause that's it. We're so caught up in prayer, but we forget about the word itself. Like, the, let me tell you, let me you. let me tell you this: mm-hmm. studying the word is more powerful than praying. Hundred hmm. percent. Because if you do not know the word, you yeah, just pray to come for you. They're gonna come for you, bro. <laughs> praying is secondary, and I'm not believing praying. Yeah. Jesus did say we should pray. But you're nothing without Jesus. And who is Jesus? Jesus is the word. If you don't know the Bible, go and read the Bible. And if you if you question what I said, that's because you do not know the Bible. Psych! <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's because you do not know the Bible. Ah. Chew, die, bury, resurrect, everything, reincarnate through the in the word. So when you go into your prayer. When you say yeah. ten words to God, you, know, the you would live there what's the blazing. Sword, what's the sword of the spirit? <laughs> the word of God. I don't know what it is. <laughs> the word I of don't God. know. Is it the word of God? Let's go and check the Bible. <laughs> the sword of the spirit is basically the word of God. Like, and that's why I I said this once, and some some people, some of my friends, actually like, no, it's not true. But I still believe it's true that the weapon, or at least that prayer, is not a weapon. Mm. Because mm. you can pray yeah. and you're not even praying according to God's word. Yeah. You just pray. You, you just pray. <laughs> yeah. God will hear you, but nah, man, <laughs> He's not answering you. That the weapon is God's word. It's God's word, man. That's that's absolutely true. Coming to be in that honest, confidence. To be honest, let me let me just this say this plainly. Is what God wants. And let me say this plainly to everybody. I just actually grasp that just now. What He just said. This is not to say because we're both saying the same, we're in the same podcast. I want to agree with each other. We've obviously disagreed. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I paid you now. Because, <laughs> so, thank God for this podcast. So, we, we, in some way, I'm just going to say this real quick. In some way, we're quite opposite. He doesn't pray for long. I pray for long. He doesn't speak in, tongue, in tongues. I do speak in tongues. But we've come to the agreement and the understanding that Jesus is the center of, of everything. Mm-hmm. Whether 10 hours, whether. 10 seconds because once you've chewed up the word once you enter your prayer time it is the holy spirit that will pray through you and you'll be shocked when you've gone 10 hours you will not be conscious you can never be conscious about the time Mm. hours the moment you are now man you're trying to get a goal you're trying you're trying to get a goal it ain't real and now let me now tell you something here's the catch to this thing Mm -hmm. there are times where you'd pray for that 10 hours without knowing that that 10 hours you've prayed for and you think well okay then they said this but subconsciously you are not focused on god you've cooked up unnecessary prayer points that would extend your time Hmm. for you to be able to get to 10 hours instead of going into his presence and just saying few words because he knows your heart before you can tell him the Holy Spirit has already prayed. If you don't know what I'm talking about, that's because you don't know the Bible. And if you don't know the Bible, you're praying wrong. Yep. It's, it's important we listen to preachers and teaching. I mean, it's important. That's why they are teachers. Mm-hmm. Right? But if you do understand how they teach you in school, 
Like, I don't know who said this. So yeah, I think an Uber driver told me. Why do they ask Uber. you? Do you have a question? Mad, Uber driver is giving me lessons. <laughs> I, I will have that conversation. <laughs> it was so flawed in a lot of ways, but it was just this point. So mm-hmm. there's, do you have a question? It is meant to help you think. So when you hear those preachers and teachers, good. But question, if you can't ask them the question, go back to the Holy Spirit, which we believe is the same person that gave them that word. Mm-hmm. So the Holy Spirit obviously gave them that word. Holy Spirit, I cannot ask this person, but you gave this person this word. He's, you're in him. And you're also in me. So please explain this to me. I remember again, your prayer, God is not obliged to answer your prayer. I think I, I, I didn't say that word probably, but yeah. properly, but you understand. God is not, if he decides to answer, glory be to God. Mm. And if he decides to not, glory mm, be to God. God. Humble yourself. Stay there. He doesn't speak. Leave. Then move, move on, bro. Move on. So yeah. That's it. I mean, I think we can go on and on because, honestly, I thought this was going to be a 25-minute thing. Lord, 25 minutes is <laughs> That was what I thought. But God, from God from was this, looking at you like, as man, man. As God, you tripping? You don't know where you're going, bro. <laughs> honestly, we can go on and on. What is about the Bible that says um, they are like wind? They don't know where they are going. <laughs> I, think when, I think it was in James. Is there anyone who's led by the Spirit? They're like wind. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. It's not in James. I don't think that's in James. You know, we are, all right, we, we, have, we have gone far. This is, I think this is the longest. Yeah, I think this is the longest. That is the longest one I've ever um, done. Yeah, um, we just, just humbly pray that you allow the Holy Spirit minister to you because Amen. the Holy Spirit is not aggressive as the flesh. Amen. But this is what we need to understand. The Holy Spirit would not leave us. Amen. Because, yeah, I mean, we'll that part. he will not leave us. So, humble yourself and ask him what you've learned, what you've heard today. And let him minister to you. So, thank you all for listening. Do you have any other things to say, Chris, before no, I close? Uh, nothing, nothing. It's all right. Um, thank you guys for listening. Um, we pray that we keep growing in Christ. We, cre- we keep growing in the body of Christ. We keep yeah. expanding the body of yeah. Christ. And, I mean, all glory and honor completely. Be given um, unto Christ. Be given unto Christ. And, amen. Amen. God bless you all to have an amazing day. See you in the next episode. Peace. Peace.